Marketing Made Easy, the podcast. Now here are your hosts from Get Savvy Club, Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Marketing Made Easy from the Get Savvy Club. Anna Geary and Anita Baldwin here. How are you doing Anita? Fresh from skiing aren't you? Yeah, oh, I'm great. All in one piece. Do you know last run, last day and I kind of pat <laughs> myself down and go, oh, you see around our hotel it was like a huge hotel and as the week goes on there's more and more people on crutches, in wheelchairs oh and there are people that just you know go home massively injured one we had to stop on one slope because they were landing did really well landed a helicopter and some kid had fallen the whole way down the mountain and had to be helicoptered off and um yeah it's just like quite i was like oh can't that be you i quite fancy going in a helicopter so yeah it was really good really lovely and um yeah and the comedy part of it so um I went skiing. That's what I like about the sound of that. Yeah, it's got a festival. It was an altitude festival. It's been going 10 years, apparently. I don't know how I've never heard of it. There was a half five show, which was improv, which I thought I didn't like improv, but it was hilarious. If improv's done well, actually, I saw a a thing. Paul Merton and some people are doing We'll have to go to the one near us. Oh, yes, yes. So they would do that for like an hour at half five, go in and have a five course cracking meal, and then at eight o'clock, go to another show where there'd be four different acts and a compare so that was really good as well and then we'd go to bed then but there'd also be an 11 o'clock showing every night I only went one night and another four acts so you know it was like yeah, you can't do not the much money no but it was really <laughs> really good so as I said my only regret for the whole holiday is that in our hotel it's really nice and there was a pool and like a massage pool thing you know upstairs there was a massive steam room and a sauna which was lovely and then downstairs apparently there was a huge wellness area with the whirlpool three other saunas a steam room but that whole area was mixed sex and naked and I never quite made it down the whole week but I was laughing my head off because I was chatting to you Anna and um and you said well I want you to go down there because I'm interested to know what's going on with pubic hair at the moment <laughs> is it on is it off and he's just like, well, that's gonna make it worse if I go to the naked area and have to start looking at the women and men in that region so I'm not sure whether that'd be more awkward um and so I was telling my mom about it and you know what she said to me she said well Anita you are quite short aren't you I said no I'm <laughs> talking about the vagina what? It's not going to make it easy because they're all like face height. <laughs> oh, see, is that what she meant? Like you wouldn't have I to like. So you wouldn't have to look down because they've all just been. <laughs> that would be eye level for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah, I never Anita, made it into the naked area. Short. He's not, not that short. I am like normal height. <laughs> but your mum to say that. I've just got a cruel mother. <laughs> it did make oh, me laugh though. Uh, yeah, you should have gone, you should have gone to that, definitely. Next year. Well definitely you can come with me next. Not to the naked I'm yeah. not saying please come and be naked with him saying let's go to Altitude Festival. <laughs> you won't see me because I'll be in that naked area down there. Not just checking out pubic hair statuses right now let us know can always email in or messages <laughs> letting us know don't send pictures don't would send you pictures. have gone or not but apparently you don't have to walk up because what yeah. am i worried oh, I, I could maybe go in a sauna and just like drop my towel and sit you're there. walking around the whole area yeah but they said you wear towels walking around but all the comedians went to it every day and you could hear the laughter coming up the stairs and they apparently just all were like little kids going oh flashing their yes yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah. make your jokes i actually used to work at um jungler which is a well-known comedy club and I went for a stage of really not liking live comedy at all the reason I worked in the there was two parts to it there was like the 
bar downstairs, which is a regular bar that was busy all the time. And then there was junglers, which actually you only served people when the act wasn't on. So yeah, you were really busy, but then you had loads of time of not. And you could have all the food that was left over that people didn't eat as well. Obviously not off the tables. I mean, like whatever the chef like did, there was always left loads left over. So I preferred to be up there. But the only downside was that you obviously listened to the comedy. And Whereas you think when you go there, maybe I used to drink, I don't drink anymore. But when you go, you find it funny because it's the first time you've heard it. When you hear the same lame comedians doing the same lame gig over and over again and you know what's coming. Oh, it's so annoying. Like some of the acts, I swear, like I knew their entire set. I could have like gone and copied it. Could have just taken over and copied it. And also most of the comedians were like, quite lonely they used to have to go to the um have like a hotel room across there and they were always trying to hit on the bar stuff to try to get them to you know to try and get one at least one somebody to go with them so yeah it's not always often you find that don't you the comedians yeah. are not actually that happy inside but since then and i actually worked at the comedy festival as well you know i did a bit of work experience at the comedy festival god i'm right connected to the comedy mm. world aren't i but because leicester we're in leicester and that's got the biggest so i don't know why i need to needed to go to bloody where where did you go austria now hoffen in austria yeah yeah you know what you didn't need to go there because europe's biggest comedy festival is here in leicester apparently but we don't have any mountains (laughs) you could drive to (laughs) tamworth (laughs) yeah but you know what it was um because it's quite late in the season to do it but the town obviously want to get more crowds there late in the season so apparently this week is something called snow bombing which has been going 20 years and is a massive like dj loads of all famous Ooh. djs go over there and do sets and there's twenty thousand tickets and it's sold out and they were setting wow. up the whole of the town with all flags and everything and i just think i'm so old but i'm so glad to come you home can handle that. <laughs> of young people off their faces doing whoop 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 like, oh my god that's not for me i don't think they do that whoop whoop and it must change since then but anyway <laughs> that's even before <laughs> the whistles are there there's like a different sound for each like generation isn't that oh yeah i'm gonna have to do a whole podcast on those different sounds we were going through them like Ooh-hoo! that was one from back yeah, in the yeah. day there's loads of different sounds anyway eight minutes in and we haven't got guests this week because no, but we have got a fantastic time. thing to talk about really important and this yeah maybe you could, home you could so criticize many. us on this if you wanted to yeah, yeah. You could be negative about us for waffling on for eight minutes before actually getting into the stuff on the podcast but you know no, like, just important. You need to know about whether we go to naked saunas or not and all of that stuff, in my opinion. But we want to talk today about dealing with negativity in your business. So you are going to get it. So let's just get that out there, first of all. Don't think you're going to set up a business and you're not going to get negativity. You are, first thing first, you're going to get negativity, whether that's definitely from your friends and family, actually, weirdly. Um, and then from maybe clients, customers, and people that have absolutely nothing to do with your business, there will be some criticism and some negativity come towards you. So yeah. social media gets a lot because of the trolling and the negativity and quite rightly so. However, it's such an awesome free tool for your business. So if you think, even if you put a post out on LinkedIn, say LinkedIn is by far the best in terms of reach. We go on about that all the time. Uh, so you put a post out and it doesn't even do that. At well. the moment, so you might by the way. get 350 views on it. But if you think 350 people have seen something that you're talking about, if you want to do that in normal old school marketing that I used to do back in the day, 
it would be maybe a direct mail campaign. So, you know, we used to be like be maybe including postage, print production, all that kind of thing. We'd average out about a pound a pack. So even just getting out, you know, 350 people seeing that, that's 350 quid. Or, you know, a, an advert in a magazine is going to cost you a few hundred quid and what have you. So even done badly, social media is still getting your business and your message and you in front of a load of people that could buy from you. Eyes on um, you. So yes. you have got to find a way to just, put up with any negativity you get and use it and that's what we're going to go through now the first thing is pause for a second and control your reaction so i think the worst thing you can do is react to whatever the criticism is whether it's on social media whether someone's just put something negative on your uh, one of your posts whether it's uh, someone said it to your face whether someone's emailed you just control the reaction don't just say or do whatever springs to your mind at first because you will definitely definitely yeah. regret it yeah. if you do if it's online write it. your response but just don't send it write yeah. it to get it out of your system and then take a breath and delete it and then you know i think actually if, and if you're happy send, sending that back but make sure that you're in a rational calm state not in that emotional height of like if somebody picks at you you i mean you must know if you've got like i don't know anybody in your life that's close to you maybe husbands wives kids whatever that sort of immediate reaction when they they criticize something about you it's the same it's not a good idea to just go straight in because then you're just probably going to make things worse yeah. best the saying i love is um the trouble with arguing with an idiot or with an asshole is from a distance no one can tell which is which yeah and, and i've fallen true. into that trap me like, too you know, over the years of doing that and then it, it never feels good never feels good further down the line and i was really like actually quite proud of myself because I won't say who, but somebody um, who used to always be able to push my buttons all the time, who now, luckily, I've removed mostly from my life, unfortunately can't fully remove them from my life, tried to take a pop at me in public um, not that long ago, only a few weeks ago, and I just calmly said nothing, just walked away and yeah. said somewhere else. And then that same person was coming up saying, oh, so, sorry, sorry, yeah, oh, I don't know, I just, I just, but yes, you did. And I didn't flip back because we both look like idiots. So, yeah, yeah so it's, um, so the, se yeah. the second tip, which is relevant here as well, is try not to take it personally. We say all the time, it's probably not even about you. It's probably about yeah. them. They're either having a bad day or they feel insecure or something about what you've done or written has triggered them. And so what they're angry about is, the thing that that's triggered and it's not even yeah. about you um so it's not just saying don't take it personally it probably isn't personal or do you know what maybe they're just an asshole and it's yeah. not your job to fix them to so you don't out. need to justify yeah. yourself you don't need to rationalize what you've done you don't need to try and defend yourself or try and get them to see your point of view you just need to accept that person doesn't agree with me that's absolutely fine. Yeah, and you never really know what's going on. So if somebody asks for a refund, maybe they bought something from you and then they want a refund, it's not that they're thinking your thing is really crap or whatever. It might just be like they've panicked and they actually can't afford that thing at all. Or And, you know, even if you ask them, whatever, we used to say this all, I used to say this all the time when I was in recruitment, it's never the thing that they say at the start and it never is. So if someone used to say they're not going to take a job and they had a, a reason and then you countered that reason, actually when you kept saying and, and, and and kept asking the questions, you actually got probably like two or three or four steps down the line the real reason why they didn't want to take that job or yeah. the real reason why something didn't happen and often that's the case not many people are going to say can't really afford this now so I'll give you it's a lot easier to maybe say oh it's not what I thought or the best one we had was uh, when we said oh why are you leaving I think it was just our academy our monthly membership and they came back on an email and said I think you're both great at what you do you're just not for me <laughs> I thought, fair enough <laughs> 
loved it. Quote of the week. <laughs> the, the next thing to think about is just to process that criticism as well. I like, is it even warranted? And does it even come from somebody that's your ideal client or you care about? So a great example of this is I had a guy that I only know very, very vaguely through networking from years ago when I used to do networking. So I had a completely different business then. I had a chocolate fountain high business when I knew him when my, my son's nine now. So I had that business before I even had my son. So that's how long ago it was. And he went out of his way one day to send me a message on Messenger to basically just say that there was something wrong with what I was doing. And I just thought, cheeky cheeky gear at first, that's what I thought, but I didn't put that back. And then I thought to myself, is this guy my ideal client? And no, he isn't. He's very old school, musty dusty. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But old school, just goes around networking in his suit, doesn't understand anything about the online world, doesn't, he has a LinkedIn profile, that's it, hasn't even got it like at a, any kind of level or doing anything like that. And he's nothing wrong with that, by the way, if he wants to run his business like it's in the late 80s, early 90s, and, and if that's working for him, he's going to retire very soon, that's fine. But really, for me, I just thought, oh, okay. at first I was like, how oh, cheeky. And things came up inside me where I'm thinking to myself, because I know how different I am, how much I've changed and evolved since I had that chocolate fountain high business nine years ago, like unrecognizable in terms of like, obviously my personalities are still the same and stuff, core values are still the same, but in terms of my growth, my knowledge, what I know, how I've evolved, what I've done. And part of me wanted to like justify that to him, like, you don't even know. I'm not that, you know, pregnant woman that was about to have a baby that's knocked up a chocolate fountain high business alongside being a recruiter. I'm far more than that. But what's the point? Because would I want him to join social media made easy? No, I wouldn't because he wouldn't do the work. He wouldn't get it. He's too old school. He's, got to, he's not, he's too blinkered. So, you know, you just politely thank them for the criticism and move on. So that's, I that's, think this that's one thing is really relevant for people who have friends and family who try to help, help oh, yeah. them use them, use them a little rabbit ear fingers because often they're not your ideal client. And You should um, tell them to fuck off. I <laughs> know that's not the best advice. <laughs> inside, inside voice you say that. Outside voice, you say, thanks very much. Um, I'll have a think about it and just move on because you, you're right. They're not your ideal client. They don't get what you're trying to do. And, you know, sometimes there's a bit of jealousy going on. There's mm. a complete lack of understanding, especially if it's parents. You know, my parents are like, um, <laughs> I don't get what you do, but good luck. And okay. uh, that's it, really. And, you know, I can't believe people. There was a misunderstanding, you. wasn't there, with your dad? Because he thought we'd not go into our prices of stuff. But he massively misunderstood what Anita was saying and thought like it was far less. And she was like, no, not for the, like he he was baffled, wasn't he? Of like, he how said, how do you even earn enough money if that's your price? And I went, no, not. The, the, I, I put it like as if it was they owed £10.50 and I meant £1,050. I went ten fifty, or whatever I said. I can't remember. And he said he took it to be each one was £10.50. I was like, no, Dad. Um, <laughs> and he went, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> you but, see the cogs going in the belt because obviously, yeah. especially if they're a different generation to us, they don't understand like how the world has moved on. The world has opened up and so many people haven't changed how they run their business. They're still going local networking and only dealing with people that are on the same street as them. You know, your dad had his own chiropractic he, he, right? no, he's a physiotherapist always get them mixed up he'd been around for years so he knew loads of people he worked at local football clubs and he put an advert in the yellow pages that's what you did and that's what you did. did that's what you did then but whereas the world has opened up and we can we have we have like somebody on our program that's like in tanzania i can't tell you i don't even know if i've said tanzania right let alone find it on a map and tell you where that is but it's hot there i know that much and we've got like people in like you know 
New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, America. You know, there's people dotted all. Oh, someone just bought a program in Finland, didn't they? From Finland. Helsinki, yeah. Helsinki. We can add value and help people. This podcast is like listened to in over 100 countries or something ridiculous. We have like thousand, over a thousand uh, subscribers. So we can reach people in a totally different way. And why would the generation before us, especially if they, you know, retired recently or whatever, and if they're not interested in it, why would they get them? So, yeah, just think about who's criticizing you and, uh, you know, take it with a pinch of salt, if you like. The next thing is like, give yourself some grace. You know, don't worry. Things happen. Like, you are a human being as well. Even if it is warranted, the criticism, just chill. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry too much about it. Why can 10 people write positive things about you and then one person writes something negative and that's the thing you dwell on? And I'm not saying I'm any different. I'm exactly the same. But what is it about us that likes to obsess about the one negative mm. comment and just brush off all the positive comments as if, oh, we're not worthy? And that's that's the thing you need to recognise and that's the thing you need to work on. It's not about anyone else at all, but it's about you and how you dwell on negativity over positivity. Yeah, when I see like, I don't know, I might get 15 comments on my LinkedIn. One of them sounds a bit like a pop. I'm like, huh, I'm going to answer this and think, Hang on, Anna. Answer the ones that have just been really positive to you. Yeah, we all, we all do it. Clever, we think you're going to put back to that person or whatever. It's so just, if you yeah, can recognise just... it, then that's going to be so much easier yeah. for you. And the next one yeah, is absolutely genius. And I guarantee you'll have loads of resistance about doing this. But if you do it, you'll love yourself for it and you'll feel mm -hmm. loads better. And this is show some appreciation and thank them. So I had somebody, I put something on and they actually... I don't know what happened, but they basically told me that I need to get a counsellor and I shouldn't be on the platform. And it was about taking my son to football. So you were so, at football with your son at the well, time. Well, I was. I was. doing a post about being at football with your son. Yeah. So you, like, misread it as well. Yeah. As, so like, anyway, I, do you know what? And I nearly went back and went, rrr, 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 and I thought, oh, do you know what? Don't do that. I just went, oh, you're amazing. And then, like, a heart face. And that, obviously, they didn't like that. So they came back. That's when they told me I needed counselling. Um, and then I just kind of went back and went, because um, it was a survey I'd done about Sunday trading hours. And I just put back, you know, actually, I love how you've made this all about me. And actually, my inner attention seeker is absolutely loving it. So thank you very much. And they never <laughs> answered me because they had. Yeah. I'd asked a question about people's opinions on Sunday trading hours and he turned it around. It was very critical about me, but he'd made it all about me. And so by pointing that out in a really friendly way, it just went away. Yeah, and they hate it. They hate thing. it. Like, you don't have to be clever. You don't have to be witty. You can literally just put... Thanks for the feedback. Because what can anybody possibly put? That's if it's like um, on one of your posts or something. Just put thanks for the, the feedback. But also, like, I don't mind at all. I've had um, people that have emailed us back and gone, I don't know if you realise, but this thing's got a typo in, da 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 It's useful. And we go, I'm like, thank you, because I mean thank you for that. And even then they're like, oh, I hope you don't think I'm being those one of those types of people. I said, well... If you feel you're being one of those types of people, that's on you. But no, um, it's fine. You know, we'll take that on board and, and we'll change it. So yes, yeah, show appreciation because sometimes it's not all bad. It's actually helped you become better. So yeah, thank them. Thank them either sarcastically or thank them genuinely, whichever which way you want. If it's relevant feedback, thank them. If it's not, thank them too. So they'll hate it. <laughs> show humility as well. So if it is criticism and it's warranted, just be humble about it. Just be like everybody makes mistakes. Fair enough. Thanks for pointing that out. I'll learn from it. I'll move on. And then, you know, and that brings it on to the next one, really, which is like, say sorry if you need to. So if you have done something wrong and the criticism is warranted, don't be like, haters going to hate. <laughs> don't, don't go on that massive tangent of being like a haters going to hate type of person. Be like, oh, OK, I get where you're coming from. 
sorry. Often people aren't very happy if you set up new boundaries, especially if they're used to crossing those boundaries and you've set those boundaries up and they might be critical about that. So you don't have to apologize for that. But if it's something that's happened that actually you think shit, that shouldn't have happened and you are sorry, make sure that you do say sorry, but don't dwell on the criticism. So don't sort of keep yourself in that sort of feeling and being small, I guess, because sometimes criticism can make us contract and feel like we're not, wor- not that we're not worthy, but we've we struggle then with our confidence to come back out again because we think the next person's going to say that about them. Or maybe everyone is thinking that thing. It's an isolated incident. It doesn't warrant you thinking about it constantly. Just accept it for what it is. It's criticism. People get it all the time. Move onwards and upwards. Don't dwell on it. Yeah, I think that the thing is that you need to recognise as well is it's not even that that person has offended you. It's because it's triggered something in you. So in the same way that maybe you're bit of marketing has triggered something in them to come back at you quite negatively their negative remark has triggered something in you and uh, again that's the thing you need to to recognize so there's an awesome like ted talk called how not to take things personally where this guy wanted to learn how not to take things personally so he became a football referee because they're people that get abused a lot and halfway through his talk he says you know the bit that it's either triggering you and that's why you're not liking it and they say so for example if you were in an argument with someone and they said well you're an orange that would be the most ridiculous thing ever you can't take that person you wouldn't take offense you just go well that's crazy but because they've said well you're not good enough or you don't know enough or what have you that's triggering something within you and that's why you're taking it personally and that's why you're being offended at it so if you can recognize that on some level then it kind of just cancels out anything anybody said to you and you go right okay it's my self-confidence or my self-esteem or my knowledge or my experience or whatever these are the things I need to work on and these traumas can come like from anywhere can't they they're like different things for different people just having days as well sometimes you have a low day and someone hits you when you're having a low day which they can't possibly know and so you just need to go okay right tomorrow will be better I'll shake this off I'm in this yeah I'm in this zone and I'm not like where where I need to be the next thing is just be grateful because if someone's criticizing means you you're doing something you're out there no one criticizes people unless they're out there doing something so you're out there you're putting yourself on the line you're building your business up really think about your why all the time as well but just be grateful that actually I'm getting this criticism it means I'm, I'm at a level in my business that I am getting criticism because if no one cared about what you were doing or what you're about you wouldn't get anything you wouldn't get praise or criticism so you've got to take um, both yeah if you think really. when you go out in the day if you were to meet 100 people you genuinely would not expect 100 people to really like you, would you? You'd think, Mm -hmm. well, some will like me, some will be indifferent to me, and some might actually not like me, and that's fine. And I think the older you get, the more you appreciate that not everyone's your cup of tea, and equally, you won't be everyone's cup of tea as well. So if you're getting out and getting visible in front of hundreds, maybe thousands of people, there will be the odd one, and they will be in the minority, who for whatever reason don't like you. That's just stats isn't it so the more you get out there the more you do the more successful you'll be the more of these people that you might come across so you just need to think okay is it still in the minority you're five it's in the majority then perhaps you're doing something <laughs> slightly look. wrong um, but if it's, it's the odd one or two then it, it's just stats yeah. don't worry about and it. it does come back to being like you know are they your ideal client do you really care you know about those people and often you you probably won't. So do all these steps that we've told you to do. The main thing is just to keep going. Do not let any criticism deter you from, because I've actually spoke to people in the past where they've had a great idea, they've set up a business, and then they've stopped because somebody has said one thing to them once, and they've completely jacked in what they were doing, and then they've just gone back to having a job. Or people that have said, actually, I was going to quit because of this thing. And you think, well, no way. What, because of somebody's 
small-minded comment or some somebody that's actually just one person it's like seven billion people actually um my daughter this week at school there's like a couple of girls that have been picking on her I don't feel sorry for her because I said this is bullying to her and she went oh mom I hate that word like she's like I'm not a victim I'm not bothered and she's like you know obviously got other people that she can go and hang, hang around with but I said but it is though it is bullying because if they're going out of your way to do xyz but as I pointed out to her the seven billion is there seven billion people in the oh, world yeah <laughs> anyway there's loads of people around two people not liking you is you know no big deal is it and that's exactly like what we would say to you too so you just got to you know, find your tribe, find the people that do appreciate you and hang out with them and build and grow with them and anyone that's criticizing you without good reason, leave them be and move on. So hopefully that's um that's helped you. I'll just have a quick whistle stop through them again. So dealing with your negative comments about your business. First, control the reaction. Try not to take it personally. Process the criticism. Is it warranted? Are they even your ideal client? Give yourself some grace. These things happen. Show appreciation and thank them show humility say sorry if you need to don't dwell on the criticism be grateful you means you're at a level and smile and keep going because you have got this so we'd love to know your thoughts on this wouldn't we like yeah it makes me sad had. when um yeah it holds people back who are yeah awesome stops people from getting, you see people just starting to get that traction and we see it actually in our social media made easy program is um people go all oh, right okay this is great i'm gonna get better at social media i'm gonna attract clients using social media so they join and they might go through the first few steps and they might start posting they might start following what, what we ask them to do and then somebody usually someone close to them as well some bitch like um sister-in-law or something comes out the woodwork and, and and it throws them and luckily we have parts of the program which is about mindset and confidence and things and beating negativity is a huge part of it but yeah it's sad to see that people would actually get flawed and stop the great work that they're doing just based on other people's small-minded opinions yeah and I think I look around and I see lots of people who aren't that great at what they're doing and they're absolutely smashing it and then I see you know mostly our clients when they first come to us who are truly great at what they're doing and they're just not smashing it and sometimes they don't even understand why one of the questions we always ask is you know what's getting in your way of getting to where you want your business to Mm. be and quite a lot they do have a level of self-awareness and they went I know it's me I'm holding myself back which is why um, you know we started out just showing people how to use social media to get more clients and actually that's the bloody easy bit you know we've got a 10-step program we can go through it you learn all the bits the difficult bit and the bit we've had to kind of evolve to help our clients with more is about having the confidence to really get visible and to really have not to have a personality everybody's got a personality but to find ways to get out there and show it because you are your USP and if you can't get out there and show people and make them want to work with you as an individual rather than just have what you do and then think right who's going to help me with whatever it is then you're never going to have the kind of success that you probably deserve and you'll watch other people who you start off thinking oh god yeah they're way better than me and as you watch them closer you think actually they're not not. way better than them and so you've got to get out of your own way stop worrying about any of this negativity and just go out and get visible and that at the end of the day that is what we help people with um really yeah. successfully and i love it i love watching i love getting a text like we got you know midway through march didn't we from one of our clients who's like oh my god this is awesome i've already hit 8k this month and we're only halfway through the month thank you so much and things like that are like great and then it's almost like then you release people to be free and just like yeah. start smashing it watch them transform before your eyes and just get, yeah. you know go on to do great things and it's the ripple effect isn't it like who then do they help because we help a lot of yep. coaches so obviously these coaches are doing great work helping other people in all all different areas of all different people's lives so it's like you know 
constantly doing good around the world. So. Yeah, and if you're daunted by that, you think, oh, I'm not ready to get out there, just take comfort in the fact that pretty much everyone we start working with is in the same position. And actually, pretty much everyone we work with who goes on to be a raw and success goes, this is easier and I'm enjoying it way more and I actually love it now. So it's not even that you've got to start dancing around in a bikini and doing, you know, pointy videos and just not being yourself to be successful. You don't. The trick is to be yourself, but that's also quite a difficult thing to do and that's what we help with brilliant so let us know if you've got any questions around that and we will see you on the or next tell us about your naked sauna experiences yeah have you been Don't in one that. are you going to find one and go in one now do we even have them here in the uk like we're a bit backwards in this country, aren't we, with things like that? We're That's like, what it is, though. It's prudish. the Brits that don't like yeah. it. We're, because we're not like used abroad, to it. Abroad, they're just yeah. not phased. It's not full of like really attractive people strutting around sexually. It's full of like normal. How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> because someone <laughs> told me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say you don't actually know that. Do well, I did make friends with someone who went, and she used to like did a go. He's there if you like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> sure Oh, well, let, yeah, let us know. We are actually interested. And we'll see you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye. That was Marketing Made Easy, the podcast from Get Savvy Club. If you enjoyed it, connect with us on social media. Just search Get Savvy Club.